0: Welcome to
1: Offstage with Jordan Baylor, where you'll discover the stories behind the movers and shakers in the entertainment and business world. Now, here's your host, Jordan Baylor. Hey, welcome to another episode of Offstage with Jordan Baylor. And today I have a grinder for you. Rafay, how do I, how do I... I, I don't, you kind of, to know Rafay is to love Rafe. Rafay is a grind. He's unassuming. He's funny. He's rambunctious. He's extremely ambitious. He's like this short guy who's extremely like explosive in nature and attitude. And he knows a lot about a lot. I've known Rafay since high school and to see where he is versus where he started, it honestly doesn't surprise me. Rafe is the type of guy to successfully learn open heart surgery on the job. He's a guy that loves to uh, lead first and learn it later. He loves to give it a try. Like he doesn't care what it is. Like if you told me he died because he was learning how to jump out of an airplane and he figured out how to open up the parachute on the way down, I would be like, ah, oh, yeah, that sounds like Rafe because he likes to just go all in without any of the knowledge. And that's what makes him spectacular. His ability to inject himself into failure as soon as possible. I've honestly never met anybody like him. Sure, the failure is a lot, and it comes in big waves. But with Rafay, he adjusts, and he tweaks, and he learns. And that's the type of steps he's taken to become a successful coder, working his way up from a junior software engineer all the way to a senior software engineer that is how he became such a successful coder coming in from no knowledge to a year later he's a senior software engineer at ring dna that is how he became such a successful coder and an engineer failing his way to success i mean what he's done in five years he's professionally been doing it he's now a senior software engineer at ring dna how did he learn to code you might ask he's a self-taught coder, watching free courses on MIT, Stanford, pretty much any school that offered a free computer science course. He would just devour it and watch it again and again and again, and just really just immerse himself in the free courses and then go and take that information and try and book work. He didn't pay all this money on coding boot camps and, 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 and get all this knowledge first and then go try and get a job. He got a little bit of knowledge, then tried to get the job. He's a self-taught engineer who literally learned on the job. And for those that are interested, we talk about how to get a strong foundation if you're looking to change your career into something that's easily able to go remote, such as coding, engineering, any type of computer-based work. Without further ado, I bring to you the enduring Rafay Chadhari. Hi, welcome to another episode of Offstage with Jordan Baylor. I have the amazing Rafay Chaudhary with me. He's an old friend of mine who we reconnected with, and now the dude codes. So I did not know that. He is a <laughs> senior software developer at Ring DNA. And um, how are you doing today, Rafay? Man,
0: I'm good. I'm just blessed. How you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I like to start off every interview
0: with the simple question, who is Rafe Chaudhary? Rafe, I'd have to say multifaceted, multi-layered. There ain't nothing you can really pinpoint on me. Um, I'm unpredictable, but I'm also very fair. I'd say, I mean, for myself, depending on who you talk to, because uh, my enemies would tell you much, much different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I have quite a few enemies, but that's how you also know I'm real. Because if everybody likes you, you fake, right? Um,
1: listen to Tupac once. <laughs> <laughs> I need my haters. I need all my haters. <laughs> no, but I, I, I like that. I like that. You know, you say you're real, yeah. you're authentic. Yeah, I mean you're you you are an authentic person. What you see is uh, what you get. You know, you don't have anything. Um, so. Basically, what I what I want to talk about this interview is um, you're a self taught coder who now professionally works at uh, as a senior software developer. Um, you're teaching yourself to code. Um, what is a good way of learning between learning and implementation? Because I know some people want to learn how to code, or they don't quite know how to get started. And you got these coding camps, and they're eight, ten, twelve thousand dollars. But then you also have like these courses online like how how does somebody
0: navigate through all that what would you do so i'll be completely frank one it starts with passion right so you know no one wants to learn about functions no no one wants to learn about parameters and arguments and variables and shit like that right Mm -hmm. but what people do want to do is they want to build shit you know they want to whether it's like for me what it was was I had a passion project and I, at the time, you know, I always liked everything I do to be premium and I didn't want to pay somebody to, you know, build a premium website. So I was like, fuck it, I got to start doing everything myself. And that's what kind of drove it, right? I didn't actually know what I was doing at the time. I was like, what's the very first thing I can do to even see a website? Right? Like, skip everything. Like, what can how can I get something live right now? And look at it? Mm. Take Good. that, and then i kind of reverse engineer, right? And kind of, it's have an end goal t- in sight, basically. Exact, And work
1: towards it. And work towards it because yeah, a lot of people yeah, it's very just open. They you know they watch the the the, the social network movie and they go, you know, it's cooler than a million a buildings. Get- <laughs> yeah, I mean, they repeat shit like that, and then it's like it's time to code, you know, and then
0: you know, but they have no clue what to make. You yeah. know how I think about it is is most people, well, actually not most people, American education is a linear progression. It's not, yeah, you know, it's not based. And this is reverse linear, right? You're going from Z to A, and along the way, you're you're encountering, you're failing at every point. And I think that's what people are really afraid of is failing. But that's how did you become
1: comfortable with failing?
0: I mean, my back was to the wall at the point, and what it was was like. See, I look, I think I I look at failing different. I look at it kind of like a learning tool. So I give an example in the beginning. I wasn't the greatest at interviews. I didn't know shit about, you know, some of the things that they were asking. And it was okay that I didn't get those interviews. But what happened was I was learning- You didn't get those jobs, things. but you got the interviews.
1: I mean, I got right? the interviews. I didn't get the jobs, right?
0: Yeah, 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 okay. I misspoke, yeah. Um, no, no, you good. But what I gained from that was the answers to the questions, which now I'm actually interviewing people, right? Mm. And a lot of these questions are actually- kind of basic knowledge questions that people that actually interview will ask. So after gaining a strength, you can actually tell from a candidate's experience asking them a specific question like, how would you write a function for a palindrome? And if they know it off bat, you could probably already tell that they've had these interview questions multiple times. Because no one's just gonna know that off bat, right? So what you gain from this is not only some technical experience, but you also get a gauge of what's important. And that's what I mean by failing teaches you because that guided me towards what I should be looking for versus like, okay, I need to pick the easiest framework and then learn how to develop from that. And that's where people learn to fail. That's why work, you know, not to talk down or, you know, talk bad about WordPress in any sense, but the ecosystem that. It produces is a very junior plug and play environment for that exact reason because you can build plugins, people can use those plugins to build other themes, and dot you have yourself a mixed together theme or a content management system that doesn't necessarily scale well because the people that actually wrote it know the framework, they don't know the actual language and the technicality behind it, and so what eventually you know all this failing led to like okay i started from jquery and i i what i'm telling people not to do is exactly what i did which is but you right? failed
1: you learned the i harder. failed it
0: yeah yeah and i and i started with, don't be like me kids yeah don't be like me <laughs> so the first thing i did was i was like all right I don't know what JavaScript is. I don't know what jQuery is. I don't know what any of this is, but jQuery seems to be like the most popular thing out there. Everyone's fucking using it. And I'm going to start there. But that is basically like, that's someone's wardrobe, right? That's not someone's actual appearance. Yeah, so basically a good analogy would be a framework does the heavy lifting for you right so you're not the one actually doing the mechanics on the car right someone else is doing that for you you don't really understand how the car works you just buy it and then you drive it so you're basically just kind of like a you know if you're a race car driver okay it's basically like a good sense you're looking at a car and you're like okay I want this to go this certain miles. I want this to be the fastest car on the road. But you don't necessarily know what makes it fast. You don't know if it's the spoiler, if that makes it fast, that gives it the certain aerodynamics, or is it without the spoiler? Right? They don't know that. They know that they want to make this car go fast at a certain angle. They're going to turn a certain way, so they need a certain drift speed. Right? They know the dynamics of how to win the race but they're not the ones putting together the actual device for them to win the race. So in this sense, what a framework does is I don't necessarily have to know the internals of what's happening. I can kind of just throw things together and make it work. So to give an example, these concepts, this higher level concepts, they're called higher order components or higher order functions, right? So these higher order functions are like a hood, right? Once you lift that hood up, there's multiple things going on. Once you put that hood down, you look at the car. That becomes the actual machine. So, in so this, you sense- felt like you were learning
1: the 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 physical side of coding when you really should have been learning the internal structure, like the exactly. engine and the transmission and the radiator and how all of it kind of works together in a sense. Correct? Exactly.
0: And exactly. you were
1: more about, you were more learning learn at the, you know, body shop. You were more learning about like the door. How
0: to drive it. I was just learning how to drive it. You know, I was learning how to win the race. I was learning how to, you know, drift at a certain speed. You know, I was learning so how to. What,
1: what, what oh, would yeah. be a good entry level uh, language to uh, begin with?
0: I'd say the best language because it's the most prolific out there. And, you know, not the number one in terms of jaws, but it's the number one in terms of what everyone's using is JavaScript. And Mm. I wouldn't start, like I said, I wouldn't start at a framework. I would start learning the actual internals of, Hey, what's a data structure what
1: so is that is javascript or is that basically computer no, science that's the base computer science, science. So, so you, want you, so you fund- would so, yeah you want to learn the fundamentals
0: okay yeah
1: you so it's like kind of like fun- basketball i like to say it's kind of like basketball right you got like the, the you know san antonio spurs and they're known for fundamentals that's all they do they don't do nothing sexy they just do layups pass the ball double you know they do dribbles they do Drills, super basic. There's nothing sexy about the way they play. But when Tim Duncan and Tony Parker are on that court, they fundamental your ass to death. They kill you with the layups, with the two points, really? free throw line. Yeah, that's how they won championships. Just super I fundamentals. I, that, bro. I can tell. But that's that's neither here <laughs> nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But no, it's just fundamentals. And a lot of people think that it's like the flash and the pizzazz, which is cool for a highlight or a play, but that shit fizzles out, and you got to go back to fundamentals, like right. what you said. so you can learn your fundamentals with computer science, and then you're able to navigate your way through multiple different languages, correct?
0: Exactly. And I would say the best, best thing to learn is learn your data structures, your algorithms, but you know if algorithm is like too much of an abstract concept, learn data structures and learn how to manipulate and work with arrays because those two Concepts right there are the are the number one things that you're gonna be doing every single day in and out. Right? You're so repeat that one more time. Learn your data structures and learn Uh how to manipulate and work with arrays. So when I mean arrays, we're talking just like um a collection of data. So a single entity could be represented as a single unit, right? But if I have multiple things that belong to a single group, that would be called an array. And if I could learn how to sort the array, split the array, if I could learn how to transform items within the array, right? So if I have like a a album collection, right? And let's say I have all these different genres within this album collection. Now, physically, you could look through the album and you could find what you want, right? But what if I wanted to translate that into a computer, right? In that Mm -hmm. sense, now you have, so if I'm actually, you know, let's like, let's pretend I'm writing code, but I'm just speaking, right? So right now, this, we'll call this collection of records, we'll call this my, you know, Rafay's record collection, right? And that could actually be the name of the variable. And In here, I'm like, okay, now I want to find all the hip-hop albums. Now, here's where we can start talking about algorithms and different algorithms and start sorting, but we're not going to go there. We're just going to talk about how would I find something because that's all we're doing at the end of the day. Throughout the entire web, all applications, they're just fancy-ass forms that filter shit. Everything. Facebook, you sign up. That's a form. You go on, you look for friends, that's a form. And you're filtering that form. So everything wow. is based on, that's what I'm saying. Applications are just forms. So if you understand how to work with information and arrays and learn how to split that shit apart. And, you know, if I want to take that hip hop album, right, and I want to find it, what's the most efficient way to find it versus just looking through every single record collection? Because that could take me, let's say, I don't know, one minute versus okay let me start let me take this entire set start in the middle go half you know what i'm saying go half yeah play, categorize it properly categorize it properly if and i don't and if i don't find let's say i'm looking for um five hip-hop albums within this set right and if i split it in half and then i start going almost towards the next half and i don't find a single one you know that that side doesn't have the most hip hop on and start moving to the next side, right? So there's, and in that sense, that's called like a bubble sort algorithm, right? Is when you, okay. and there's different names for these different algorithms, but I wouldn't worry about the names. I wouldn't worry about labels. I just worry about what the fuck are you trying to do? Right, so to give you an, <laughs> like, to give you an example, when it came to pair Dot and it came to matching people, right? There was, I learned a really important thing here. I was like, all right, what's the most def- like I didn't in the beginning I don't know what the fuck I was what I was doing. It took years for me to figure out I like, you know, cuz I was writing applications, but this is like next level shit when you're writing algorithms to match people based on certain criteria, right? And one of the things I learned was the difference between ge- geometric mean versus arithmetic mean. And the difference is it geometric versus arithmetic yeah, Geo- geometric mean, so geometric average versus uh, arithmetic average, and how that would apply to, let's say, stocks and people versus a classroom of students. And and the reason why is because, let's say you want to get the average grade of a, of a classroom. Right? The reason why it's an, it's an arithmetic mean is because if one student gets an F and another student gets an A, they don't relate to each other. It doesn't matter. So the average grade, you could do an arithmetic mean on it, and that's the most accurate. But if you're looking at a year chart and you want to get the average percentage of, I don't know, points on the graph or average percentage of profits on the stock market throughout the year on the Dow Jones, you would do geometric mean. The reason why is because if you calculate last month's earnings and then you calculate next month's earnings, last month's earnings percentages affect what next month's earnings are going to be. So there's a relation. So you do arithmetic mean. And so to boil it down, it just comes to do these items affect each other. And that's what I mean by learning data structures and learning um, how to manipulate and work at the race. Were you good at well,
1: math before you started all this?
0: I'm gonna be honest. So, I graduated as a junior. I got a lot, you know, I got straight. I graduated with like a 3.8 and high school. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and I graduated as a junior too.
1: I mean, we were yeah. in high school together. I don't, I mean, yeah. you know. I, I, oh,
0: no, When we went to Hoda, Hoda, Hoda. When I was in yeah. Westside, I got horrible yeah. fucking grades because I didn't go to school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I wait a minute. Like, what the fuck? Like, what do you do all this? <laughs> wait a minute. No, nah, no, this is when, so when I went to- I was the, like, you cheated off me in
1: theater. I, I helped you pass. What Why'd you do all this? <laughs> <laughs> i was like did you because you know i left i left after 10th grade i, so I was like maybe time, maybe he str- yeah. yeah i was like maybe he straightened up after i left
0: you know so story. to to the credit and the teachers in ohio and a lot of people in ohio they saw like my trouble passing because i went to cep and all that shit right? like i was mm-hmm. getting expelled i was going to fucking jail i was just like shit was bad and I wasn't like staying with my mom and the fucking stepdad, I was never gonna go to school ever, right? I was forever gonna be on the fucking streets. And so when I eventually went to Ohio and I stayed with my dad for a bit, I had some semblance of normalcy and I was able to actually, I was like, let me go to fucking school. Let me see what this shit's about. <laughs> and bro, I got A's on everything in that motherfucker. Like, uh, and then they were eventually like, "Yo, you know you can graduate as a junior." I was like, "How? I don't understand. This shit doesn't make sense." They were, the one... they just didn't
1: like you. They just wanted you to leave early. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can leave school early.
0: <laughs> just tell like the hell out of here. The get the fuck out yeah. of here. Let's get them out of here, man. I'm tired of
1: this shit. I can't do another oh, year. Man.
0: No, I actually turned out to be really good academically. Like when I, uh, when I went to the Art Institute of California, I still talk to the professor to this day. He owns a recording studio now. Uh, and his class, I got nothing below 90%. I was getting four like, A's across the board and I was getting high and not paying attention to shit at that time.
1: How did you know you were good enough to land a job when you finished learning how to code? And how long had you been coding before you applied for your first job? uh three months three months were you proficient or were you just trying to get a job you were like by the time i get a job i'll be proficient because that's uh, the type of person you are
0: yeah uh, no i just three months i got a job i just what uh, yeah i basically what i did was i was building i built my website mm-hmm. i built my home i built another person's website i had other people under my wing oh, and so you were freelancing I was freelancing at the time and I guess this startup just really needed my help and they liked how quick I, I guess I was on the ball because it was when I got that first job, which was at Noxter, it was, um, I think they I applied at like 10 PM. I got a call to come in the office at 10 AM. Mm-hmm. And I got the job at 11 a.m. Wow. So
1: within 12 hours. Wow. Me, got within 12 hours, job. you got the job. That is, yeah. that's crazy. So that's what—that's well, a startup for you. They move fast. So you had to. They move you know, quick. They, yeah. They, move quick. they don't have time to just dick around and be like, oh, let's weigh all the candidates. Uh, exactly. Uh, let's do a direct test. Like you could have came in. Rolling off crystal meth and just got the job. Like all jokes aside, like they didn't drug test you or nothing. Yeah,
0: Last not, year, that's not what you would do. Yeah. But, you know, but that's what I mean. No tech company is going to drug test you. These motherfuckers get high all the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's what programmers do. These I programmers guess. So. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. They're either getting high or they're drinking, and I don't like side effects of anything that I do. I don't like to wake up in the morning fucked up. Yeah, you know the side know. effect from side effect from weed is you get hungry. That is it. I'm <laughs> fine with that. Okay, I'm <laughs> fucking fine with that. You know I got insomnia. The other side effect doesn't affect me at all. You know I'm yeah good. yeah. But um, so what I what what I was doing that I didn't know was I was applying to a lot of agencies, and the upper hand on that was at that particular startup I was also dealing with customers. And because of that, uh, I was also like, highly, I guess, sought after amongst the candidates that they had interviewed. And during that job, you know, any job that you get, you're gonna period point blank, and that it just snowballs after that, right. Um, A lot of consulting, a lot of, you know, having my own contracts and building websites for other people and basically eventually just wanting to learn well what really makes this shit tick you know because that's what really matters is okay how does javascript work do you know what the difference is between javascript and python they're both programming languages but internally they're way different right and so what i mean by data structure is understanding the in like everything's based on. Give an example. Like one data structure is a stack, and another is a queue. They're the opposite of each other, right? So a stack, first in, last out. So you go stack, right? You're stacking on top of each other, and then you take the stack off like a cookie. If you put it inside of a jar. Um, now queue. Everybody's familiar with fucking queues, especially during the coronavirus. Fucking everything's queued the fuck up, right? It's first in. First out. So you do this, stacks on top, but you're taking it. Whatever comes in first goes in, goes out first, right? So,
1: and you learned um, this concept from learning JavaScript.
0: Well, yes, because JavaScript is based on. So, if you're talking about synchronicity, right? So, asynchronous versus a synchronous language, and JavaScript is asynchronous. Right, bro. So when we're what? talking. Hey, you bad. gotta slow
1: it down, my man. You gotta you get. You know, there's some people that do not uh, speak coding. You're like this asynchronous yeah. versus synchronous. <laughs> like we don't work. It's yeah. goddamn tech startup, bro. We don't speak nerd, nigga. <laughs> we don't <laughs> so, speak yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, learned- bro. <laughs>
0: Break it down for us. <laughs> so, all right. I'm gonna give you the perfect example of what synchronous and asynchronous is. All right, perfect analogy. And this is important because a lot of different languages are either synchronous or asynchronous or both. And Mm -hmm. synchronous would be me if I want pizza. Okay, let's start there. I want pizza. synchronous would be okay, I want to eat pizza, but I also want to watch a movie synchronous would be me getting up Making the pizza, heating the pizza, and then being able to watch the movie, right? Because I can't, you know, if I actually want to sit down and watch the movie while I'm eating, mm-hmm. I got to cook the fucking food. So that's you got to synch- two things at once. You're syncing. No, no, no. That's the opposite. Synchronous is... I can't do two things at once. They're not parallel. They're not simultaneous. It's so I have to get up, I have to go make the pizza, and then I gotta watch the movie or do whatever I oh, want Oh,
1: it's to, the right? linear action of It's linear. Exactly. Step
0: one, I get up. Step two, walk to the microwave. Exactly. Step
1: three, open up the door, step four, put the food in. Step five, close the door, like that. And everything. And the, yeah, everything yeah, that's asynchronous about. will be like you put the movie on, you're
0: watching it while you and walk I call up. A you go, or no no, not even that. You just call not you call that. delivery.
1: So oh, he's someone else, is making,
0: yeah, someone else is making the pizza while you're watching the movie already, um, and then they just arrive to your door with the pizza made. You don't have to make the pizza, hmm. so that's asynchronous. They're making the pizza while you're watching the movie.
1: Have you ever thought about teaching people
0: how to code? Nah, but you know what? You're the third person that I'm talking about in this week, or fourth. Holy shit! Yeah, fourth person this week. I'm like, man. You know what? Maybe I should be be. plugging your course right now. I'm just saying. (laughs) You know, low key, the way I've been talking to people is hella gangster. I'm like, nah, don't do that shit. You got to do this shit, nah. Yeah, and people like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. People. I might have like a like a the gangster, the gangster coder. Yeah, yeah, the gangster coder. coder. I like that the gangster coder, and yeah. then like step one become like uh, the. Uh, I don't, yeah. know, don't go too cheesy, where you're like the, the street, street gang banger. Like, like don't don't gang go gang. too don't go too cheesy, and make sure you get a black guy for diversity, or <laughs> make sure you get a white guy with gold teeth to, if you want to be cringe. Yeah.
0: yeah, PHP, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> PHP, you know
1: what I mean. But no, you should honestly think of of teaching it. Because you have a good way of, of breaking it down into, uh, uh you know, I, I've heard people talk about coding, JavaScript, Python, and the information just flew over my head and I still don't know the difference, but like the way you've been breaking it down, you break it down in little morsels, I can understand. I'm just like, oh, wow. Okay.
0: It's like real world shit, right? Because that's what mm-hmm. we're doing is, is real world shit. So think about in the sense that, so that's why jo- like a lot of people are using JavaScript is because... When you used to go to web pages, you used to see the motherfucker load. Yeah. And you used to have to wait and shit. Now everything's just there. So that's asynchronous, right? Is you're not waiting for the data to load anymore to render the page, which is basically render is paint the page, right? It's like, Hey, it's here. You're already there and you might see one little loading icon in the middle while the data is coming or maybe you might not if it's intelligently programmed <laughs> but um yes to break it down and learn a lot of these basics first with php and javascript because they're, they're different right mm-hmm. they're different patterns different ways of programming and i like javascript because it's a functional programming language. It's so a functional scripting language. It's um not, and that's one pattern. The other pattern is so functional is one pattern. The second pattern is object oriented. So to think about so the difference of those two would be like the the famous phrase in object oriented programming is the gorilla holding the banana problem. You wanted the banana what you got was the gorilla holding the banana in the entire jungle okay what yeah. you wanted was the banana okay what you wanted was the banana now to break it down musically right let's say wait what hey, let's go back to the banana and the gorilla
1: problem so banana and the gorilla, okay
0: so the banana and the gorilla you want the banana yeah. object oriented is you got the gorilla in the entire jungle right functional is you just get the banana and the reason why you can do that is because what people do is like, okay, so I want a banana,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I also need a gorilla and I also need a jungle, but I want to be able to just get the banana when I want to.
1: And that's what the information is
0: done to make websites load that fast. So just it's, so I, this is why I'm going to music because I just realized I could provide a better
1: example than what. Let me pivot. Let me pivot the conversation. Let's pivot away from like the actual technical side of coding and all that stuff. If you want to know coding specifically, um, I guess they can just reach out to you. And-
0: they can just reach out to me. Yeah, I'm
1: digressing you, like a motherfucker. Yeah, you're digressing like, wait, like, let me let me get back in the driver's seat and steer this conversation back to an intelligible conversation. It's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
1: now that you're making six figures because you've learned this high income skill of coding that you're self-taught, self-made man, um, the end goal for all this was to be able to invest in your art, correct? Mm-hmm. And to have like a budget for your music videos, have a budget for your albums, equipment, all that stuff so you can make your music. Not be fucking homeless. <laughs> Not be homeless, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So now that you're able to do that, what um are you doing with it? So I do you feel like you're music- slacking or do you
0: feel like you're like going hard? No, I'm, actually, I'm actually doing, yeah, I directed a music video last year, which is crazy, crazy. I love it. It's it just premiered what like last premiered. week or something? no nah, It came out last year. <clears throat> oh, it did? Okay. Yeah. And then I beefed up my recording studio. I've been doing marketing and kind of figuring shit out. But see, this is and, you know, for the up and coming artists out there. This is the real reality of the business of why a lot of people in music, not just me, we're talking Ryan Leslie left music and learned how to yeah. code, developed an application and fucking launched it. There's, you know, many people. Yeah, the chameleonaires in tech. There's a lot of people, not even just investing, but beginning to wanting to learn computer science of it. And the reason why is because our entire world is gonna be ran by not just zeros and ones. It's gonna be ran by shit that motherfuckers can't comprehend right now it's it's gonna be zeros and ones and negative ones which can introduce other possibilities but that's shit. that's advanced quantum physics now our entire world that's what i'm saying is going to a level where it's everything's changing drastically what we've accomplished in 50 years in in the space of humankind that we've existed as a species we've accomplished more throughout that entire history 50 years throughout the entire history we've progressed in advance of mankind and what we're about to do in the next 10 is going to overlap that because it was getting faster it's getting much faster we've broken Moore's law like that shit's out the fucking window right it's no longer doubling every year i don't even know what the rate is right now honestly it's, like it's some... doubling every day i feel like the only thing that's slowing society down right now is, is uh, coronavirus yeah corona's fucking shit up man but yeah, my... even that's not slowing slowing tech down cuz that it's really not it's making companies like zoom explode or yeah help. there's yeah, there's so many that's what i'm saying so learning you know how not only the world is going to work in the future it's it's gonna be important for adaptability and surviving so right now the entire entertainment industry is fucked unless you own your masters now i'm gonna talk about somebody smart that's rust that motherfucker. i want to do what he did in the music industry because he's in his bedroom right now just making beats bank Make, yeah well he's yeah he's making music but he doesn't he had he doesn't have to do shows because he owns his masters and he's getting checks from tune core every three fucking months this game has changed so unless you're doing that type of shit which is who else do you know who's doing it like russ Uh nobody maybe tech nine right tech nine is definitely doing that type of shit but
1: but tech Nine's not popping on the mainstream level like that like, yeah some people don't even know who he is and he's like a hip-hop icon
0: yeah but there's like that's what i'm saying is the percentage of you know you will you can make him you eventually will But the reason why I did what I did is because ten years ago during the recession, the same exact shit happened. Everybody I knew in the entertainment industry, Grammys or not, fucking millions or not, shit hit the fan. They were like, "Fuck," like the shit is changing. Shit's gonna like it. It always hits the fan when the recession hits. So I was like, "All right, I need to figure out what's going to be not only recession adaptable but recession proof. What's what sticks around and actually." keeps an economy while the shit hits the fan technology and that's what, technology and it's and it's not even you know even if you don't like technology there's other you know if you want it, to it's just about understanding that right now in the game in the music game where it is today the amount of energy you put in which is like 300 400 5000% percent you you're getting five ten percent out but it's the reverse of technology. You put five, ten percent in technology, you're getting a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand percent out. And so you want to find something. That's that very true. Use. Especially if yeah, you, you code want-
1: software or something, and you oh, yeah. you just you just oh, have yeah. to make the software one time, but you can license it out an unlimited amount of times and sell courses. Yeah. Uh you know, you can make the course one time, but you can sell the yeah. course 10,000 times for 200 dollars that's $2 million versus like a rapper has to make a hit. He has to make it go viral. He has to get the kids yeah. singing it. And then he has to have his record label. They got to get their cut off. And then his manager got to get his cut off. And then at the end of that, he might clear
0: get $30,000. Yeah. yeah. And if you're doing it the professional, you know, commercial mainstream way, and you're going through publishing, you ain't looking at a check for two to four years now. That's why going the streaming way is, is is the way to go. That's why independent and streaming is the way to because you're getting a check in three months.
1: Huh.
0: Right? And so that's what kids, that's what the whole, or even if you're not a kid, if you're an adult, shit, that shouldn't be condescending to the audience. <laughs> but um, if you're looking at the game and you're like, oh, this cat got a $5 million advance. It's called an advance, not a bonus. That advance is based on the fact that your publishing check is coming two to four years from now, so they're gonna advance you money so you can live. But what happens when that advance, when that royalty, when that publishing check comes in? Your advance is up, and that's an advance. That's a loan. You gotta pay that shit back, and you don't know with interest. With interest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless, oh, that's true because they're with they're interest. All Come on, shit. man. Yeah. They're fronting you everything. It's like a drug deal, man. It's a drug deal. And so once you spend all that money, you get your royalty check. You owe the label all that money you just got. So uh-huh. people got the game fucked up. That's why people go into debt. So they end up taking loans out to cover the lifestyle that they think they can afford, right? And, you know, if you could utilize the game, it, it's different now because the corona's fucking everything else. So I can't tell you, like... Start doing shows. Going, you can't do shit now, right? You. But all right, in a, in a coronalist world, what would an independent artist do? So, do as many shows as you can. Like right now, you know, I was doing a show every single week. I was pumping the iron, trying to basically blow. And the only way you can do that right now in this in this market is quantity. And I know that's not what people want to hear, but it's the truth. If you pumping, that's why everybody makes it. Russ, song out of week. Lil Dicky, song out of week. These motherfuckers, I was even last year, I was pumping out a song out of week and I was getting a lot of attention that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily about like back in the day where you're like Dr. Dre and you're just taking a year to make a beat and like five years to make a song. Eight years to make a beat, <laughs> eight years, years to, make to drop a beat. an album. It's hot, it's fun, and it's great, and the quality is of- amazing. Motherfuckers don't want that shit no more. They don't give a nah. fuck. They want Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is yeah. what people wanted. The- what they were at. They're st- stupid fucking. That's why I don't his, like output yeah. his output is crazy. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's nuts. You know what I'm saying? But you got to do. And that's that's my advice: is put as much content out as possible and get professional. You know, you look up Rafay Music, I'm number one on all Google's pages. You know what I'm saying? I might not have... And the thing is, I don't have a lot of views now. But Mm -hmm. back in the, like, 10 years ago when MySpace was high, and this was the other thing, is, like, learning how to adapt, was I had a huge following. Shit fell through. Twitter blew up. Fucking Instagram was blown. Facebook blew up first. uh, Instagram blew up. No, Snapchat blew up. And instead of going, I deleted my Facebook, deleted my Snapchat fucking you know i was like okay who do i focus on i'm pick one platform that i know in the future will be able to use like a business card that's what instagram is like now it's like a business card and that's the model that the application has modeled itself after it's modeled after businesses as well and that's why i chose it i'm like okay i'm gonna run with this and that's why i'm like i'm you know i'm gaining my following i'm doing everything i can only on that platform not every single other platform because you're gonna dilute yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you just wanna put out as much content as possible.
1: All right. Sounds like a great game plan. Um how can the uh people get
0: in touch with you, Rafe? Rafay Music is my handle for everything. R-A-F-A-Y music. We're talking dot com, Instagram, Twitter. You know, handle for all that. I don't use my Twitter, like I just said, but there is one if you want to see i tell friend. people to reach out to you on somewhere you don't even hang out at. <laughs> cut that shit. Yeah, cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, but <I> mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving it in. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving yeah, it in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah, ruffaymusic.com. Uh, Rafay Music on my SoundCloud. Definitely SoundCloud gets updated the most. Y'all can find me on Rafay, R-A-F-A-Y. We're talking i Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, wherever you guys want. You can find me. I'm out there. Okay.
1: That's good. And if people wanted to uh, hit you up and ask you for advice on coding or anything like that, they can reach out to you through there as well.
0: Nah, if you want to reach out to me about coding reach out to me at R-A-F-A-Y-826 at gmail.com. Wow. All
1: right. I put all those notes in the show notes and it's been a pleasure to uh, talk to you, man.
0: Thank you for listening to Offstage with Jordan Baylor. Now go forth and create.